Hello and welcome to Impact Word with Pastor Chris Olojede. Impact Word is a podcast series teaching issues of life and eternity rooted in the Word of God. God bless you as you listen to today's teaching. Glory be to the name of the Lord this afternoon and I want to welcome you to another episode of Impact Word. I'd like to be sharing certain things with us this afternoon. And it is going to be a kind of a series that will run for some time on issues of life. And I'm praying that the Holy Spirit will open our eyes of understanding, uh, that we will understand the things of the Spirit, so that we'll be able to run our lives with eternity in mind. Hallelujah. Let us share a word of prayer together this afternoon. Father, we thank you. We worship you. We bless your holy name that we have a wonderful privilege again to share your word. I pray that you will take us into the word. You will make it life unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. Give us the capacity to do your word in the mighty name of Jesus. We have prayed. Amen. This afternoon, I want to be sharing something with us briefly. Like I said in the introduction, uh, I call it issues of life. And like I said, it's going to be a series that will run for probably uh, two, three weeks. Amen. As far as the Holy Spirit gives us understanding and revelation to run it. Uh, The first thing I want us to look at this afternoon is that I would like us to open our Bibles to Luke chapter 7. We read from verse 31 to 34. Luke chapter 7 from verse 31 to verse 34. And the Lord said, Whereunto then shall I like the men of this generation? And to what are they like? They are like unto children sitting in the marketplace and calling one to another and saying, We have piped unto you and ye have not danced. We have mourned unto you and ye have not wept. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and ye say, He hath a devil. The Son of Man is come eating and drinking, and ye say, Behold, a gluttonous man, and a vine bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. Christ Jesus was talking here to the people around him and it's like he he got to a point that he asked the people what exactly do you want? How can I please you? How can I satisfy you? It's like you people are so difficult to please no matter what one does, no matter how one lives his life, you are not satisfied. And he went on to compare himself with John the Baptist. And he concluded that it is the same reaction that the people showed to John the Baptist that they were showing him. Now, he said, John the Baptist lived a disciplined life. A life of self-denial, 
self-discipline. He was not drinking like every other person, though he could have. He was not eating like everybody he could have. He was not taking for granted and enjoying the full privileges of his position as a spirit as a spiritual leader of his time. He was feeding only on locusts and honey. He lived a Spartan life. Nevertheless, the people accused him of being demon-possessed. They said he had a devil inside of him. That is why he was living the way he was living. That is why he was saying the thing that he was saying. That was why he was he was uh, dressing the way he was he was dressing. He had a devil, and now Jesus said, "Here I am. I am living among you. I've not. Uh, I'm not living in the seclusion. I am not in the desert like John the Baptist. I live among you." I eat the way you eat. I eat everything that you eat. I mix myself with you and I do not segregate. Nevertheless, you are still not satisfied. You call me a greedy man. You call me a, a, a drinker. You call me a glutton. And you call me a friend of publicans and sinners. So, how can one help you? How can you be satisfied? So Jesus saw this. And number one point that I want to address today in this podcast is that going by Jesus' statement, going by Jesus' experience, no matter what you have, no matter what you do, no matter who you are, you cannot be loved and be accepted by everybody. It is not possible that everybody around you will accept you. It is not possible that everybody around you loves you. It is not possible that every around you uh, appreciates you for who you are, for what you are, and for what you are doing. No matter how beneficial you are to your society, there will still be some people who will not like you. Not everybody will be your fan. This was Jesus' experience. He was God in human flesh. He went about doing miracles, doing great things, good, doing good things. He went about healing them. He went about helping them. He went about living among them, though he had a superiority over them. Nevertheless, he brought himself to their level. They were still not satisfied. He was still not accepted by all. By all. He was rejected by many. You know, it is natural and it is part of our human need. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be accepted. And the truth is, it is what we all crave for. We all desire it. We all want to be loved. Because being accepted and the feeling of being loved 
is a kind of a confidence booster. It's a relevance determinant. It shows that we are relevant and we are something in the society. It helps our self-worth and self-appreciation. It increases our self-value. And in a way, it is medicinal to both our bodies and our souls. So, we want to be appreciated. We want to be loved. We crave for it. And why is it so? It is because when love and acceptability is in place, a person thrives naturally. Because in an environment of love and acceptance, people are able to unfold their potentials. They are able to display the, 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 the ability, their creativity, the humanity in them can come out and unfold fully. So being loved and accepted gives you uh, a sense of being valued. It gives you a sense of being human. You, it makes you feel that you are, you are human. However, when it's on the contrary, when you feel rejected, when you feel unwanted and unappreciated, it does the exact thing and the opposite, what acceptability and love does. That means it erodes your sense of self-value. It hinders you from unfolding. And in some cases, when it is extreme, you become critical of yourself and you, you feel worthless. You feel as if you are nothing. You are nobody. You feel that you are not good enough. Even when certain people are praising you, as long as the majority around you uh, they don't like you, they don't accept you. You still feel you are not good enough. You feel you are not relevant and you are insignificant. And if it continues like that and care is not taken, it could lead to, to several things, uh, among which I'll mention about two or three things uh, this afternoon. Now, the first thing that can happen when we are in an environment when we feel we are not accepted and we are not generally loved by people is we tend towards becoming desperate uh, to want to please everybody. We become so desperate that we want to do our best to be accepted and to be loved. And through this desperation, we veer off our own lane. We lose our own self-identity and our real value. We lose our self-worth. We lose the person we are. Because there's no way you can attempt to please people and still be real. You cannot attempt to please everybody and remain original because you will now begin to work hard to do or say what pleases them. You become a yes man. 
you will go to where they are going, though that is not your destination. Or you go to where they want you to go, and that means they begin to control your life. You will stand for what they stand for, though that is not your personal conviction. You begin to pursue and defend their conviction. You will acquire things you can afford just because you want to be accepted. Even when you are not convinced about their values, you will still want to work hard to defend it and stand for it. And so through this, you lose yourself. You lose your mind. You lose your personality. You lose your natural being. Because you begin to live for their dreams while you kill your own dreams. And by killing your, killing your dreams, you are killing yourself and your purpose and destiny for living. There's no way you can attempt to please everybody and you remain yourself. But because it is not possible to please everybody, like I said earlier, no matter what you do, no matter how much of yourself you give, your best will still not be enough for certain people. No matter how good your intentions are, some people will still find fault. They will still see something wrong about you. They will still have reasons why they should not accept you or why they cannot accept you. And if that happens, it is natural that disappointment comes in. And disappointment naturally is simply uh, when expectations fail, when expectations and hope, when they crash, when things don't come out as expected, and when the reality does not match what is imagined, when the outcome does not match the expected result. So we get disappointed, we get frustrated, we get sad. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the only creature on the earth that is exceedingly difficult to satisfy is human being. For instance, God is the Almighty, the Creator of the heaven and the earth. He is a perfect God that does things perfectly. He has set the seasons and times and they run according to plan. Yet, not everybody is satisfied by God. Not everybody is a friend of God. Not everybody is a fan of God. Some people love him, some don't love him. It is not everybody that, that, that accepts him. Now, for instance, and I believe we are all one time at the other guilty of this. In winter, in this part of the world, in Europe, in America, we are winter and, and, and summer uh, is available. We complain. 
that it is too cold. We murmur and we can't wait for spring or summer. But the moment summer comes, what happens? We complain that it is too warm. It is too hot. In the tropical areas where it's just rainy season and dry season, if it rains continuously every day, we complain it rains too much. If it doesn't rain for two weeks, we complain there's no rain. So you see, it is difficult even for God to please human beings. So how much more a human being trying to please every human being around him? And so we get frustrated, we get disappointed. And let us understand this. Uh, if God cannot satisfy everyone, how could a man think he could satisfy everyone? Of course, uh, it is very heartbreaking to discover that after you have done everything, after you have gone beyond your limitation, you have denied yourself unnecessarily to, to please people, to please certain people, to give them the best, you have poured out to yourself. Today, there is still a crowd that doesn't want to even hear your name. So, we get heartbroken. We get disappointed. We get frustrated because we are not actually created to satisfy everybody. We are not created by God to please everybody. So, when we attempt to do that, in fact, we don't have what it takes we do not have the, the resources, the ability, the perfection to be able to, 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 to please and satisfy everybody. And because we don't have that, when we attempt to do things that we cannot do, we fail. And naturally, when we fail, we get disappointed, we get frustrated. And gradually, we move towards depression because when we are not loved, when we are not um, accepted, our ego is, 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 is destroyed. Our ego is deflated, it's, it's, it's bruised. We lose our face. Our values get reduced and we get ashamed. And we sometimes withdraw into our shells and then we get sad. And that is where depression comes in. Let's understand it again. No matter how famous or no matter how accepted you seem to be, no matter how successful you appear to be, as long as you are not what you are supposed to be or as long as what you are now it's not who you really are or what you are meant to be. There will always be a hollow in the heart. And let me explain that. There are many people that look successful in whatever field they find themselves or they, that they are or that they have chosen. Or in whatever thing they do in life, they 
seem to be satisfied. I mean, they seem to be successful. They seem to be famous, accepted, and known. If there is still an emptiness in such people's hearts, it is because, in spite of their success, their achievements, they are not what they are supposed to be. And if you are not what you are supposed to be, there will always be a vacuum that neither titles, nor money, nor glamour, nor fame can ever fill. And if that happens, it means you are not, you are not fulfilled. It means in reality you are not you are not successful because what brings contentment and satisfaction in life is that you have the sense of fulfillment. You have a sense that you have achieved. You have some rest in your mind that you are contented that you have achieved your, your goals. If that does not happen, it means you are failed. And at the end, we have people who live their lives trying hard to be accepted by every up, uh, trying trying hard to be accepted by every everyone, ending up in sadness because all they have achieved couldn't give them this this satisfaction and this sense of fulfillment. There's still something empty. There's still something missing in their lives. Why? Because they have worked hard to please others. So they had no time to seek out and fulfill their own destiny. They had no time to seek out where they belong in life. They had no time to seek out what is the purpose of their life, what is the purpose of their destiny. So at the end of the day, they don't feel that they have lived. They don't have this feeling of having lived a life. They, they feel as if their life is wasted. They are old, but they feel used by life. Sometimes when people praise or exalt them, they feel a kind of a arrow piercing their hearts because they seem to be full. They seem to be fulfilled only outwardly, but inwardly they are empty. And sadly enough, for such people, they must put up a happy facade uh, uh, to, to cover up their inner mystery and despair. Because to the outer world, they are successful. But on their inside, they know the truth that they are failed. Because they have not lived the life that they intended to live. All that lived for is for acceptance. And I want us to understand that you must not be accepted by everybody. You must not be loved by everybody. 
In fact, whoever that sets out to be loved by everybody, that wants to be loved and accepted by everybody, has set him or herself up for failure. Because at the end of the day, you can only, only satisfy and please quite a few number of people. And I want us to understand that we have a very limited time on earth. And our, uh, our time on earth is too short to be wasted on trying to please everyone. Because there's same reason you made some people happy is the same reason some people will hate you. You can only find balance in life when you live and act with your conscience intact. In, in whatever you do, in whatever situation and circumstances, as a Christian, as a child of God, the only way you can find balance and happiness in life is that you have done things and acted according to your conscience. And the best way to do that is to find your purpose in life and pursue it. No matter who helps you, no matter who loves you, no matter who does not love you or who does not accept you. Once you find your purpose in life and you pursue it, you will find contentment and fulfillment because you have done that which destiny has assigned to you. And you should remember that no matter how good you are, not everybody will accept you. Your destiny in life is not attached to everybody. And you are not sent to everybody. You are not sent to everyone. Only the few ones that you are sent to will recognize and accept you. Only those destiny is attached to you will accept you and appreciate you. And you can only thrive in your purpose in an environment of those who accept you. So I want to encourage you this afternoon. Locate your purpose through the Spirit of God. Spend your time on them and give your maximum value to them. Simply ignore those who can't accept you. It's because you are not sent to them. Do not spend your whole life trying to convince those who you are not sent to. Do not spend your entire life trying to seek for the love of those whose God have not sent you to. Because at the end of the day, you will be in the wrong place, ending up in frustration and depression. If you want to be fulfilled in life, seek first your purpose for living. And all those ones that are connected to your purpose and destiny will gather around you and you'll be fulfilled. God bless you as you have listened. And I am praying for you that the Holy Spirit will open your minds 
boosts your confidence and courage to stand out even when no one follows you. But knowing that you are pursuing the purpose of God and destiny for your life, because it is in that that you can find contentment, fulfillment, and happiness. God bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. We hope you have been blessed. Until the next episode, God bless you and take care.